Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. This is Alex and Jacqueline coming to you live from Zencaster. <laughs> so you can tell uh, our, one of our binges has been this quarantine. Well, obviously, yeah. Um, so, yes, we are back and we are talking about our quarantine lives so far. And when I tell you we have a lot to talk about, we have a lot to talk about. We really do. Oh, my God. But first off, we wanted to start off with some questions that our faithful followers um, asked us. Obviously, the majority of them will talk about that people asked are things we're already talking about um, later on in the podcast. But the first one was from Dylan, and uh, he wanted to know how much alcohol has been consumed during this social distancing quarantine time period. And uh, kind of embarrassed to say. <laughs> um, you know, I don't even know exactly how much, but I'll just say a lot. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can, right. I can give you a, a kind of a gross estimate of, I, I have a small, um, I'm trying to think how many ounces my growler is from the brewery. So I have one of the smaller ones. It's like a 34 or something like that. And I've probably refilled that maybe four or five times. Um, but I also have copious amounts of wine and whiskey and vodka that I've been dipping into as well. And leftover seltzers from <sighs> basketball tailgate that have been in my fridge yeah. for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have leftover ciders from Telgay. And then I've, I mean, I've just been drinking a myriad of other things like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And Jack margaritas, um, my typical go-to red wine, uh, some poinsettias, which is like a mimosa, but with cranberry juice instead of orange juice. Well, that's um, different. I was like, you've been yeah. drinking poinsettias? How does that work? <laughs> they're really good. I like, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a basic bitch who likes a good, just um, solid mimosa, but it's fun to mix other stuff in there sometimes too. Champagne's good with anything. I mean, oh, of course. No, yeah, 1000%. I know, I know Carrie has been drinking a lot of champagne because she's been making um, French 75s and uh, oh, that's the summer one thing solstices. I really to do on my own. Yeah, so and I have, you should I have me- a new message drink. her for what, yeah. I have a new favorite drink I'm going to have to figure out how to mix on my own um, that one of the places here in Tyler does called um, a Pim's Cup, and it's gin using Pim's number five, and then it's just like, um, I think like cucumber and some kind of fruit juice. It's really good. Oh, well, that sounds good. It's like a French 75, but just a little more like fruity. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because the French 75 is just like gin and champagne and like a couple other things. Slash of lemon juice. Just yeah. Yeah. Carrie has the uh, the recipe that she uses. And so I'm sure she'll, uh, if you message her, she can uh, share that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. So I've, I've, I've at least refilled my growler at least four or five times, potentially more. That might be a very, uh, pretty conservative uh, estimate on how many times I've gone to the Fredonia brewery drive through and knack and refilled my growler. Um, <laughs> I mean, I go every week before this, I'd go every week anyway for trivia. 
So I'm just thinking in my head, I'll, I would be doing this anyway if it was right. normal business as usual. I'd be going and getting at least two or three beers once a week anyway at trivia night. So I'm literally doing nothing different. different. Yeah. Yeah. And plus filling up the growler is like seven bucks. So, and that's at least maybe two or three glasses of beer. So it's cheaper in the yeah. long run to be, to be fair. So I'm saving money. Let's go. Being conservative with my budget. <laughs> Being thrifty. <laughs> Being thrifty in the quarantine. In the quarantine. Um, the quarantine. Uh, so, and then Sean Clinch wanted to know what our quarantine attire is, what our quarantine habits are, and our quarantine beverages were, um, which we talked about the beverages, talked about how you were drinking um, your Cayman Jacks and how I'm drinking just about anything I could find. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll talk about what we've been doing habits wise a little bit. And then of course, attire. I mean, I think honestly, I have not worn normal pants since spring break. <laughs> so not going to lie. I, I have like maybe three times, maybe like once a week, I'll try to like do my makeup and my hair and put on real clothing just because I forget what it feels like. Right. But other than that, I'll wear the same set of like workout clothes for like two mm-hmm. days. Oh, I've been doing that probably embarrassingly too much. So I, like I said, I honestly, I really don't think I've worn like actual pant pants, like jeans since spring break. I Maybe I have once, maybe that's being again, conservative sure. with that number. I really don't know. Um, I, I will tell you, I've honestly have not worn, worn makeup since spring break. So I, I have not done my makeup. I have not done my hair. I, nothing. The other day, whenever I wore makeup, I like forgot what order I did stuff in because it had been so long. I'm afraid that I'm going to forget everything about putting on makeup and straightening my hair too. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm seriously concerned. So, so, so tomorrow for Easter... I'm going to, I think, get out of my habit of waking up and staying in my pajamas slash comfy clothes and actually put on regular clothes for Easter dinner, I think. We'll talk about that later. Well, I think we'll talk about We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll get there. (sighs) Okay. So during this entire social distancing quarantine, quarantine time period, there's been a lot of stuff going on in both of our lives. You more so than me, because you you've had a major change, um, yes. a major kind of life, old not altering but life change since we last did a podcast, which was it feels like forever ago, but really it was less than a month ago um, when we were you know getting we were <laughs> it's hard to say when we were getting ready to go to Katie, but um, since that yeah. never happened. I know, but that was like the last time we did a podcast. And so, you know, there's been a lot of things that have gone on since then. I mean, a lot of things. So we're going to kind of go through what our lives have been like since the dreadful canceling of life itself happened a few weeks ago. Yeah, still not over it. Um, No, we'll never be over it. So I moved, the first thing that happened is that I moved to a new apartment, which is fabulous. I love it. It is so much better than where I lived before. 
Um, mm-hmm. And at first it was like somewhat convenient that kind of the, before the actual like uh, mandated shelter in place quarantine stuff happened, we just are lucky to have the flexibility to work from home. And so the week or two before we were like, well, we'll just work from home and, you know, be conscientious or whatever. Um, so that worked out well for me since I was trying to move. Um, right. But anyway, you know, anytime you move, there's like, I just, I, you feel like you've accumulated so much crap that you feel like you have way more stuff than the last time you moved. And Oh, a thousand percent. Every time I move, I feel like I've inc- accumulated like three times more than what's actually necessary for a single person to have. Yeah. So we'll get into all that momentarily about what, what I'm doing. Um, but I will say the new apartment, there are really two main ones, but there's like three cats that I think are just kind of like community kitties that like my neighbors need. And so of course I've started feeding them too. Um, and they're really cute, sweet little cats, but, uh, my, my next to do list project is trying to, um, call around and see where I can perhaps get a little break on getting these cats fixed because I'm super happy to be the crazy cat lady and help feed these three cats, but I certainly don't (laughs) 20. Well, yeah. So going to try to do the responsible thing and take them and get them fixed. Hopefully. So um, have you ever found out like who, like you just think they're community, like they're not anyone's actual like outside pet cat. No, have you found asked, that out yet? Or no, I asked my landlord the other day and he said that, so where I moved, just to explain for everyone, it's like this huge old house, basically, that's like divided into four apartments. Um, it's amazing. So it's, it's like a more, fourplex. Yeah. So it's like way more private yeah. than an apartment complex. Um, and it's huge. It's like twice the size of my other apartment. Um, and it's just super charming. You know, it's a really cute old home. Um, and it's got original wood flooring and it's just amazing. Um, and Mm -hmm. this super like retro tile in the kitchen and the bathroom. Yeah. I do love Uh, the kitchen tile. Yeah. So it's really cool. Um, but yeah, anyway, my landlord was here the other day and he said that one of my three neighbors, he was like, I know he's kind of adopt sort of adopted one of them and just like feeds it and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, I can tell none of them really like. Two of my three neighbors, I can tell feed it, but not like consistently or like seem that it's their pet. So um, anyway, I told my landlord, I was like, well, I'm going to try to get them fixed. So that's why I was wondering if some they belonged to someone specifically. And he was like, I don't think anyone would care if you did that. So going to try to do that. And one of them I'm already like pretty attached to. So I think, you know, if and when the day comes that I move out of here, that cat might be coming along. <laughs> oh <laughs> i don't know um but have yeah you, have really- you like named it because once you name it it's it's over for you you know that yeah we haven't really named it um i've just been calling them gray kitty and tiger stripe kitty um <laughs> but we we kind of jokingly like said uh my my and i'll get to it but i have a coworker and two friends who are the only people i've like hung out with during this quarantine time um because they were helping me move and I'd been around them already anyway um but uh (laughs) we've been watching the Tiger King documentary together and so oh boy 
jokingly said that we would name <laughs> one of them Bhagavan. Um, <laughs> and then the other one, what was that? Lakshma, the tiger. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, um, but I mean, we haven't officially named them anything, so who knows? Up in the air. I mean, I like those names as well. I would like to also submit um, Carol as one and maybe Baskin as the other. Yeah, but I would feel bad doing that to him. I just thought it'd be funny. Like <laughs> how? Because <laughs> I'm just that ridiculous. I'd be like, come here, Carol, Carol. Carol. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Yeah. So, yeah, crazy cat lady in training. Who would have thought, Jacqueline, you'd be a crazy cat lady in training? I, I mean, never thought. Who would have guessed? I mean, you have the one cat, but, like, you've always been more of, like, the dog girl. Which you still are, but, I mean. Well, I really have always liked them both equally, but my cat's just an asshole, so it seems that I'm pretty. She's an asshole, but you love her still. I do. She's my little asshole. And I will say, I've I've been saying for the last, like, several years, oh, I wish that I lived somewhere where she could be outside some during the day and stuff. Well, now I have this balcony, and the other day my landlord was in here spraying um, Mm -hmm. the apartment, and so I wanted to take Gabby and Katya both outside so they wouldn't, like, lick up poison. Right. And, oh, my God, she would not stop howling the entire time as if she was being tortured. And I'm like, (laughs) just enjoy the fresh air and shut up. Oh, my God. It was awful. Like, horrendous i will never take her out on the balcony as long as i live again miss pris over here acting like going out on the balcony was like you know you were getting skinned alive or something yeah you would have thought i was killing her it was awful lord have mercy oh man okay so let's move on to us talking about our work situation so now i obviously being a professor am working from home Um, I've been working from home since the start of spring or basically since spring break ended. Um, so it's been a few weeks now and needless to say for me, it was an easier transition to go from, uh, all in person to online, even though I have to tell you, like, I, I don't think after this whole ordeal, I'll ever complain about having to work up, wake up early at like six 30 in the morning or have, you know, eight classes a semester ever again, because I've, I, I miss the whole in-person aspect of my job. I mean, I could probably do it for a little while, but after a while I'm, I'm going to go bonkers. So the whole distance ed thing can honestly just suck my wiener. Cause it's just, it's rough, not only for me, but for my students, because, you know, 95% of them don't have the right technology at home to do an online course anyway. And that's why they signed up for an in-person class. I mean, that's the whole point, you know? And so them having to scramble and figure out how they're going to do their online work has just been really hard. I've had to be extremely flexible with deadlines and due dates and, and like my in my internal teacher blood is boiling that I have to do that. But I know in my head that it's, you know, in my head, I'm like, but in my heart, I'm like, I have to, because I have to be, you know, flexible and compassionate, but sometimes it's hard for me to do that, but I'm having to switch gears into thinking like, oh, I need to be compassionate because this is not their fault. 
you know, this is no one's planned for this and or thought this was going to happen. So for me, again, it was just a transfer and, you know, an idea of how I'm going to do speeches mainly because basically everything else was already online. I mean, all my slides were online. All my tests were online. All their extra assignments they had to do that were online anyway. So really it was just recording my lectures and then just getting the speeches like transferred to be easier to give them virtually. So yeah, that's really the hardest part was doing that. Um, I'm still working on the classes. And now that we're told that we're having to do all of, for sure, all of summer one online, for sure. Um, cool. Yeah. So, which I kind of assumed that was going to happen, but it's nice to know that now so that when class is over for spring, I'll have approximately three weeks maybe or so to actually get my online classes the right way. Because right now, the way I have it online, I mean, it's not confusing. I try not to make it confusing. I try to make it as easy as possible to understand when they go online to their learning management platform. But at the same time, like if you're not used to going on a computer and clicking on stuff and, you know, clicking open folders and all these different things, I mean, they're, they're flipping lost. Like they're just, they're freaking Bambi you know, walking around a forest for the first time, falling all over themselves because they don't know where the hell they're going. That's exactly what I imagine in my head, what they're doing. So, yeah. So that's the only thing is now, before we had maybe like a few days to get all of our crap online. Now for summer one, I'll have at least like a few weeks to get everything together. But the only crappy thing is, is I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to get back onto campus for at least five minutes because my books for summer one are at home or not at home (laughs) at work. Yeah. In my office. And so I have to, I have to contact some, my, my Dean or somebody to be like, Hey, so wasn't planning on being working from home all summer. Most likely I need to go back on campus and grab my other textbooks because that's where they are. You know what I mean? I I didn't plan for that. So I didn't grab them. I just grabbed the one book, you know? Yeah. So yeah. So that's kind of like where we are at the moment. Um, I have a shit ton of speeches. I have to grade tomorrow and next week. So that's what I'll be doing pretty much all next week. If I'm not outside enjoying the sunshine, which I hope it is sunshiny next week. Like it says it's supposed to be. Yeah. So yeah. Pray for me, everyone, because if I don't, this is why I have to drink a lot because my students bless their hearts are driving me bonkers with this online stuff. They are just helpless. (laughs) They don't know what they're doing. And it's like, Which weren't they shocking. using some of that stuff before? So I just don't understand. Yeah. And that's my thing. Yes. And, and and I think it's also because, like, I'm not physically in front of them to, like, look them in the eyeball and say, like, hey, you, look at me. Listen, you have a test this weekend or you have a journal due or you have a speech due tomorrow. You know, I'm not in front of them to, like, be constantly in their ear and in their face about what's due. But you would think that at this level of education in college that they would kind of take that upon themselves to look, oh, I have a calendar. Let me just pull open my calendar and see what Miss Rance has me doing tomorrow. You know what I mean? Because that's that's exactly how I have it set up. I have it 
you know, the calendar that I gave to them for the updated rest of the semester, it literally goes week by week, day by day. This is what you're doing today. This is what you're doing tomorrow. This is what you're doing the next day. Like, it's not hard if you just read the flipping calendar. But who does that? You know? Nobody. So that's where I'm kind of at at the moment with my students. I mean, I love them. I want them to succeed. But at the same time, I'm not going to freaking do shit for them. I'm not. I'll be, I'll be flexible with due dates. I'll be compassionate. I'll be understanding. But I'm not going to let them take advantage of all of that by just not doing anything. And then at the end of the semester being like, but, but, but I had COVID. No, don't start. <laughs> no, no. No, you don't wait six weeks and then tell me you were sick. Like, that's not how that you had to get in touch with me. If you're at home being quarantined, you probably have all the time in the world to open up your cell phone and email me. So all the time. So literally all the time in the world. It all sinks together and everyone figures it out. Yeah, that's the Uh, hope. So just, uh, yeah. Hence why I having to refill my growler every single week from Fredonia is because of this reason. Um, and thank God for that. Thank God for wine and Fredonia beer because with, I mean, I have whiskey left, but it's, it's about half full. So things could get bleak soon yeah. <laughs> if they close down the brewery, which I hope they won't. So I don't think they will. Surely they'll still let you come pick up. Well, yeah, I would hope so too. And plus like they still, they're still distributing it. Oh my God. I can't talk. They're still distributing, distributing it to the grocery stores in the area and in Dallas and Houston. So I'm assuming, you know what I mean? That they'll still be open for, because they'll have to can and ship things out. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So I'm, so regardless, I'm sure if I really needed beer, I could just call Paul and be like, hi, I'm desperate. I need draft, not cans. Yeah. I think you could. Well, so for me, working from home has been, I mean, it's been a a double-edged sword, I guess you could say, because luckily Mm -hmm. my industry, it's super easy for us to work remotely. Um, Right. Which it always has been for y'all. Yeah. And that's been the number one thing that I've loved about it is that it's very easy for me to, you know, say, oh, I have this and that I need to do today, or I'm leaving early to go to a basketball game or whatever, but I'll be available via cell phone. And thank God that my boss bought me a new laptop. Like, Oh, I know. Right. Yeah. I'm going to have before all this happened. So um, I actually have, you know, a nice laptop I can use and be anywhere in the car and hotspot or whatever and jump on and do what I need to do. Um, however, it's also it sucks because it's like the other day. I, so Edwin's still been going into the office um, just by himself. And then the rest of us work remotely. And so I've gone up there a couple of times just if I need to print stuff out or do something. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you know, how I was liking it and stuff. And I'm like, you know, it's like you want all this time. You're like, oh, I want to work remotely. But then when it happens under these circumstances, it like kind of sucks because it's like the whole draw of being able to work remotely is so that you can plan it around things that you have other things that you have to do or fun things that you want to do. And now it's like, nope, you get to work from home, but you're just stuck at home all day. You can't go out. You can't do anything. You can't plan anything fun. Like, 
it just kind of sucks. And on the other hand, again, great that we've been super busy, but also like we've been super busy because, you know, almost everything that or a good portion of what we do is in the digital space and dealing with websites and social media and stuff. So, I mean, now more than ever, people want their websites looking good. They want stuff on their social media. They oh, want to yeah, put up of course. alert banners on their website about how their hours are changing or restaurants needing to add really like easy, accessible to go menus and all of that. So we've just been very, very busy, which is wonderful. I'm not complaining about that because lots of, of people course, are right. right now, but yes, uh, yeah, we, we're busier now than we were before all this happened. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, because like you said, everybody, since everybody's at home, a lot of people are work are, you know, online shopping and they're, you know, doing a lot of web surfing. And so the companies that you guys, you know, your clients want their, their websites and their social media to look good more so than ever, like you said. So, yeah. I mean, it just, that makes sense. Exactly. And that makes sense why you're like up to your freaking you know, eyebrows and, in and work. I know. Yes. Which is good. Like, because a lot of people are out of work because of this whole thing, which is horrible. And I'm hoping that when everything is all said and done and we get back to normal, that people can actually get their jobs back. But yeah, um, we won't know until everything, you know, settles back down, which again, hopefully is sooner rather than later. But, um, but yeah, it's just been a crazy, crazy, crazy few, few weeks. I just don't even, I mean, and the main thing, well, not the main thing that's sucked about all of this. It's, I mean, it's pretty much a big part of it is the whole no sports thing. I mean, you know, it's just, I didn't realize how important sports were to the country and even the world, you could say. Yeah. Until it was taken away across the board, you know, everything from basketball and March Madness to, to, you know, football, XFL to, well, now XFL is like kaput, gone. Um, with that's another story, uh, to soccer, to hockey, to, I mean, everything college, I mean, all the way down to bowling and, you know, it's just taken away like with a blink of an eye. And so it's just, it's hard to wrap my head around the fact that if I turn on the television and go to, you know, ESPN or Fox Sports, there's reruns on. There's there's nothing yeah. there's nothing on that's new and live in the main like top in the main like five sports categories. There's just nothing on. Nothing. Nothing. So it, and it's yeah, it's been heartbreaking, so sad, and uh, we we talked about this. Um, well, I think we talked about this some whenever. No, on our last podcast, they had not canceled. Yeah, they hadn't canceled uh, everything. They had just they had just started the whole cancellation train with like NBA and I think maybe March Madness, but it was not like. It wasn't canceled completely. It was like fanless. Yeah. Okay. That's right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I think it was just yeah. fanless. Yeah. So I won't go on about it because this is a narrative that everyone knows, but it's, you know, it's just heartbreaking. And a lot of people can say, oh, well, it's just sports. What does it matter? But when it's, 
it's something that these student athletes and, you know, the coaches, like that's their career and they've worked so hard for this and especially the, their whole lives. The, yeah. The kind of season that we had this season after our season last season that we didn't even make the conference tournament. And then we beat Duke mm-hmm. and we're set, you know, should win the conference tournament and should make a really strong run in the tournament. I mean, that's just devastating. And no matter what it is, they do if they offer them another year of eligibility or whatever, like you just can't ever make make up for this exact season and this exact group of players and the exact climate and all of that. Yeah, like because just- as much as we yeah, we can't duplicate this. Like it will never be you can't duplicate communication situations. I always tell my students that just like that. You can't duplicate and, you know, copy and paste control out control out c and control v you can't do it you can't there's just no doing over and if they do get a quote-unquote do-over of their eligibility that's great but how many of them are actually going to come back you know yeah not many i don't think you know i don't know about basketball but i mean maybe more so baseball or softball because those sports are for sure getting or allowing do-overs depending on you know the schools. I know there are some schools that I saw that, you know, yeah, you're allowed to give them do-overs, but some schools are not allowing it. Like they're just like, Nope, can't afford it. Can't do it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, even though the NCAA is saying like, yeah, you're allowed to do it if you want, like you can give them do-overs. Some schools are just like, "Mm, Nope, can't afford it. Like we need to keep, you know what I mean? Cause then you're just going to have to, cause that's more scholarship money. Most likely that's, you know, spaces that you can't give to other people and it's just it might be a whole big ordeal yeah so that we haven't even thought of yet it's sad and uh man I mean my dad is like just next level like beside himself with nothing to do because I mean sports is his number one thing and he really doesn't have many like solo activity hobbies I was gonna Um, say hobbies yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so he really anyway so like I mean probably like two weeks ago we were talking about because I mean we've probably watched every 30 for 30 there is um in existence and he's like well I went back and watched some of the 30 for 30s and I watched the fab five for probably like the seventh time and I don't have anything (laughs) else to watch and I think last weekend he watched uh, my mom said he was watching the Masters from when Jack Nicholas won. I don't even know when that was, like a long time ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, anyhow, and I, I've been watching lots of uh, 30 for 30s and ESPN document- documentaries too, mostly just a few of my basketball favorites. So I watched um, Fab Five, I Hate Christian Leitner, Survive in Advance. Yeah, those are some um, popular ones for sure. Yeah, and I've went back and watched our game against Duke again. Oh, I've done that twice. <laughs> I'm I'm warming up for another another viewing. Um, but that was yeah, that was the third time that I've watched it on TV, and the fourth time total counting the live and in person. Yeah, um, I mean nothing yeah. can ever beat our live and in person, but it's just nice watching it and turning it on yeah. kind of already knowing the result. And so that it's not as nerve wracking as what it was when it, we were live. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. Um, so some of the things that 
I mean, again, it's just so weird for me because like it's, it's baseball season and you know how much I love baseball and I love my Astros and like, it's just hard for me waking up every morning. I had to like mute the, on my calendar, on my Google calendar, every season I add the new season to my Google calendar. So I know when all the games are like, I had to delete that off my calendar for now because it was just too hard waking up and like looking at my calendar, like what's on the agenda for today and like seeing at night canceled Astros versus whoever. And I'm just like, this is ha ha ha. I can't do this. So I was, I had to delete it off my phone because it was just too much. I couldn't do it. I couldn't wake up every day knowing that there should be a fucking baseball game on and that there's no baseball on. You know what I mean? (sighs) Rough, rough goings for a baseball fan right now. You know, especially those people who like don't like any other sport and their only thing is baseball. Like they're struggling right now. You know what I mean? You know, at least I had basketball for a little bit to hold me over. Um, But those who are just purely baseball people, like they're struggling right now. Check on your baseball fans, friends, everybody. Now y'all are going to learn to like other sports besides baseball. Well, whenever, whenever sports start back, starts back up again, they're probably, you know what I mean? And then, you know, I know that on, uh, on the Ocho, they've been showing marble racing. And so I've been watching that. <laughs> I didn't even know the what was the thing. Oh my God, Jacqueline, you need to Google and just go on YouTube or look up the Ocho and just look up marble racing. It'll change your life. I don't know if I've hit that point yet, but I'll hold on to it. Oh, I hit that point like two weeks ago. And so... <laughs> Um, and then also I got really desperate and I just started like surfing on the, on my television, just like through different websites, just different channels. And I don't even know what time it was. It might've been closer, like, you know, at night, maybe like towards midnight. And I kid you not, I don't know if it was live or if it was a recent time period, but they were showing Red Bull cliff diving. And it was literally these crazy dudes, SOBs in like Latava jumping off of a bridge and doing diving off of a bridge. (laughs) And that was the sport. That was the, that was the game. And I was like, holy shit, this, uh, this is real thing. Like I didn't realize this was a real thing. And here we are. And I, I, what? I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously in the Olympics, that's another thing. The Olympics can't being canceled is just, that is devastating for me because I'm a huge Olympic person. Yeah, that um, is sad. But anyway, so, you know, in the Olympics, you watch like, you know, the high dive where they're on the platform, right? Oh, this is mm-hmm. like three times higher than that shit. I mean, it, it feels like they're falling forever. It's bonkers. I don't, I, I don't, I don't even know. It's crazy. But, um, and then, Obviously, I've been relying on my love of Barstool sports a lot. And so I'm a big Barstool. I'm a stoolie. So um, I've been watching a lot of the Barstool documentaries and things like that that they've made. And um, like currently right now on my YouTube, on my screen, on my TV, I'm watching um, El Presidente opening up like 300 packages he gets a day. So people have been, people have been sending him packages every single day for the past like six or seven days. And so every day at seven o'clock central, he'll go on YouTube live and he'll open up every single box in front of the camera. And it is the most insane 
like three or four hours you could spend on YouTube. Because some of the crap that that man is getting sent is absolutely... Someone sent him a fucking goldfish, Jacqueline. (laughs) Someone sent him via FedEx a goldfish. And he flipped out because he didn't know what to do. And so (laughs) it was just a dramatic 20-minute portion of the video. Um, Like, people send him the dumbest shit and he just tells them straight up to the camera, like, I'm not going to fucking keep this. And he throws it to the... brutally honest and i love it i love it um so yeah that's what i've been watching without sports has been this um it's pretty lame that doesn't count all the things that we have like tvs and movies which we'll get to in a minute um but yeah i I think we're gonna go ahead and, and take our first break and then we'll come back and uh continue on this craziness of quarantine life so stick around. One. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Uh, welcome to segment two of the quarantine podcast. The quarantine. You got to say quarantine. Quarantine. I'll say it correctly. Because we're, we're from East Texas. We got to say quarantine. Yeah. Quarantine. Right. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to be, from, if we're from East Texas, we got to represent, you know, everybody assumes that we're a bunch of redneck hillbillies anyway so we might as well continue (laughs) on that narrative (laughs) we might as well i mean might as well got nothing better to do i still i say i say (laughs) anyway um i forgot to mention one other quick like random hobby that i started doing um oh we haven't gotten there yet just kidding just kidding okay i'm I'm jumping ahead i'm jumping ahead so I'll, i'll 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 get to that in a minute but yeah so um where we left off of was talking about uh, our, all of our sports stuff. So now we're going to move on to what we've been doing to try and remain engaged and active with our friends, because obviously the whole name of the game right now is social distancing. And the whole point of social distancing is not being around people that you aren't normally, you know what I mean? Like not being like, say like people you don't live with or people that you're not around constantly for work and other things like that. And, um, you know, if you've been with them like every single day since this started, then I think you're kind of immune <laughs> to each other by yeah. now, but yeah. So in order to keep up with our friends, Jacqueline and I have been doing like, she has, um, like we have like two friend groups that are completely separate from each other, but we're both in. Um, and so we've been trying to like keep engaged with them. And then of course, Jacqueline has like her work friends and like her other, um, you know, group of friends that she's trying to keep in touch with. And so do I. And so, um, you know, myself and Jacqueline have been involved in numerous Zoom happy hours and birthday parties with our one friend group, which we lovingly call the homies, the homies group. Um, Jacqueline has been a part of this group for a long time. I'm kind of like one of the newer additions to the group, but, um, yeah, shout so we our founder Jose. Yeah, shout out to Jose, which um miss you Jose. He's over there in in Chicago with Mina and his lady love. Um holding down the fort in Chicago. Yeah. So stay, yeah, stay safe Jose. Um so anyway, we've been doing happy hours and birthday party celebrations with our homie group. Um and that homie group is spread out. I mean, we have people from 
you know, first Jacqueline's in Tyler, a bunch of us are in Nacogdoches. There's some people over in Bastrop. There's some people over in, um, of course, Jose in Chicago. Um, I mean, we are spread out in that one. Um, and so we've been, like I said, doing birthday party celebrations. Like we just had one last night for our friend, Nick, it was his birthday. And so we did a, we all wore superhero shirts or, you know, the closest thing we could find to superhero shirts or ridiculous kind of goofy shirts for his birthday. Um, so that was fun. And then on my end, I have zooms as much as possible with like my coworkers that I would normally have lunch with. So every day at work pre COVID, I know. So every, every day at work pre COVID myself and like two or three other people were, were, would go to lunch at the same time in the cafeteria. And we would sit and like, you know, bullshit and BS and, um, you know, gossip and spill the tea and yeah. And so we missed that a lot. So lately we've been trying to at least once a week get together and have little lunch sessions via zoom, um, that way so that we can (laughs) keep up with all of our BSing so that we can, you know, just jump right back into it whenever this is over. Um, and then we also have Jacqueline and I have a separate friend group, um, apart from the homies, which I call the family. And there's like a huge number of us that were all friends in college. And so we try to keep up with them as much as well too, through zoom, um, doing zoom nights, and then also playing on that house party app that a lot of people have been downloading, playing games and stuff on house party, which has been really fun as well. So, I mean, we're doing our, you know, due diligence, trying to remain still connected to our friends and family that way. Yeah. I, if we didn't Skype or FaceTime with so many people in my entire life as I have within like the last two weeks. Oh yeah. Not ever. even for work. Yeah. Not even um, for work. This is insane. Ever. Cause like Alex said, we have our, our two friend groups and then I've like, I have, which is all stuff that I, I like make a point to try to do more often. I just don't do as much as I want, but I've like FaceTime with my brother and my niece. I've mm-hmm. like Facebook video chatted <clears throat> with my cousin Andrea who lives in Belfast and her two sons. Um, oh yeah. I, I FaceTimed with my aunt to kind of show her my apartment. Cause she helped me move um, the first time I moved to Tyler. Um, and she's very like into design and, all that. So I've been showing her what I've been doing. And then I've um, Facebook video chatted with a group of girlfriends. I have that one is from NAC, but she lives in Indy. One's from NAC and lives now in North Dakota. And then one still lives in NAC. Um, we call ourselves the golden girls. Um, Aww. <laughs> Which then, one are you? Um, you know, we've never actually chosen, but I don't know who I would be. Um, I don't know. Because I know who I am. I know who I am. I mean. I feel like I'm kind of torn between a few of them. (laughs) Who do you, who do you think you are and who do you think I would be? Okay. So I am, (laughs) I'm definitely, I'm definitely the mom. Like I'm, I'm definitely. um, Sophia. Oh, Sophia. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I just picture it. Sicily. 1942 or whatever I could yeah I channel her so much because she just has this like I don't give a attitude and she just says whatever she wants whatever's on her mind but like but she's also fiercely loyal and she will 
like back up her friends constantly and like be there for them, even if they're being stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like I'm Sophia. I would say if I were, I don't know, like, I think you're a mixture between Dorothy and Blanche. Yes, I agree a thousand percent. Okay, because you're not you're not Rose. You're not like kind of ditzy. No. You're extremely smart. Not saying that obviously Betty White is not smart. It's just the character she plays is just like yeah. really innocent and like and kind of ditzy and naive. Very kind of naive. Yes, yeah. And you're none of those things. So I mean, <laughs> I, just, I just roundabout said that you're not innocent. Anyway, so well, whatever. Um, but yeah, I would say you're not full Blanche, but you're also not full Dorothy either. You know, you're yeah, kind of a good mixture. Have a, a good combination of the two of them. Um, yeah. And then with a little bit of Sophia sprinkled in. Yeah. And then I have FaceTime with my parents a bunch, which I think this is like the longest they've probably ever gone without seeing me. Cause mm-hmm. it's been a whole month um, or a little over. Uh, and you know, they were supposed to help me move in and haven't been able to come. So they, pretty much every other day want to FaceTime and see what I've done and look at the place and all of that. Um, and then I have tried to FaceTime with my grandmother because like I said, mm-hmm. we've had like full lockdown quarantine. Uh, but I don't think right. she has enough cell service at her house to FaceTime. Cause I'll try every time she's like, well, you're going to have to teach me how to do it. And I'm like, it's super, like, I'm just going to call you and you just answer. It's very simple. Um, but I'll try to call and it, it like drops it. So I, I just don't think she has good enough service and she doesn't have Wi-Fi out there. Um, so we've just been texting a lot, lots of pictures and text, and she's been sending pictures of her food and what she's cooked and all that. Her, her favorite thing is grilled cheese. Like mine is a uh, mac and cheese. Yours is mac and cheese. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I got fancy with some grilled cheese sandwiches with uh, like Gouda and Gruyere Aww. and like all this other stuff, yeah. So she's been- yeah. mm. yummy. Pretty interesting, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Well, that's good. Yeah. I love that. And it's just and yeah, we Facetimed. Um, well, not really Facetime. Well, I guess Facetime technically it's, but it's Instagram chatting with like my nephew and my niece and my brother and stuff like that. Um, and so we try to do that at least like once or twice a week, maybe depending on what's going on. But like. Um, Oh, it's just oh. hard. It's just, you know. It's very hard. It sucks. <sighs> I know. But, hey, we're going to get through this together, guys. I mean, hopefully you figured out if you haven't Zoomed anybody or FaceTimed anybody, you know, Skype people, you know, try and set up. Like, we have, like, a Facebook group on um, Facebook, obviously, where we set up weekly Zooms with our family and our friends. And so, like, you know, if you can do that with your friends and family, that's highly recommended because, um, again, you can make it make it fun, make it a party. Um, we've also figured out how to play cards uh, like a knockoff Cards Against Humanity online virtually with like oh, every yeah. So every time we we've played it so far, Jacqueline, you haven't made it to the Zoom because you were um, I think moving and or you were not around your computer, so. Uh- the past couple times we've zoomed, we've also played Cards Against Humanity knockoff online, and like it's all virtual and it all is like synchronous. And so 
We can talk with each other on Zoom, but then play on another tab. So it's pretty fun. So I figured out a way to do that. So if you want me to send you the link for that, Jacqueline, I can, so you can play with your Golden Girl group. Yeah, that would be fun. Okay, good. Yeah. So yeah, I'll send you the link for that. And if anybody else wants a link, let me know. I'll send you too. Because you can also play checkers and chess, I think, and a few other games and stuff on there um, virtually. And so you don't have to play, obviously, in the same room, which is fun. Um, yeah. So just a few other things that on my end I've been doing to keep myself sane these past few weeks and however much longer we have to do it. Um, lately, every single night, Dad and I have been having game night. So we're keeping tally on our chalkboard. Right now he's 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 up two to one on me. Um, so <laughs> we played we've played Battleship, Scrabble, and Yahtzee so far. Um, and I won Battleship and he's won Scrabble and Yahtzee. So I'm hoping for tonight after podcast is over, I'm gonna come back with a with a dub in some other game. I haven't decided yet. I need some more. Because I went to, here's the story. I went to, dad's a big puzzle person. And I'm a big puzzle person too. But he loves puzzles. And so we have a bunch of puzzles at home already. Um, But I was going to go to Walmart when I went the other day to go and get another puzzle for him to do. um, Once he's done with the one he's doing right now. And Walmart was completely out of puzzles. Like zero puzzles. Yeah, I think they jacking up the prices on them too because they're actually in such high demand right now yeah it's crazy when i first went to walmart and bought like a couple puzzles like what like two thousand two one thousand piece puzzles and he went through those like real quick i guess they were pretty easy but um he did one a week and so he's on this third one that we did once before a few years ago i had a drag out of my closet i don't even know how the hell i found it um and so it's a harder one. So it may take them a little bit longer. Thank God. But like, yeah, I want to go get, get them another one and it, they're completely out. So I, I don't know. I might have to order one on Amazon. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway, but I, but so I went there and so I was like, crap, there's no puzzles. So I ended up buying Battleship, which was, it would have been about the same price for a puzzle anyway, especially like a thousand piece puzzle. So I bought Battleship because I hadn't played it in so long and it sounded like fun and you only need two people. So perfect um but now i'm like i need more game ideas because i'm not gonna play freaking the meme game with my parents that's out there's no way they would be disgusted by it um well, and you have, uh you have a set of pigs coming to you but it'll be another week or so. i know i know yeah. i'm excited for the pigs because i'll yeah because we'll definitely keep track of that for sure i'm so uh, thank you so much for buying me pigs i was when I, when you sent that text, I was, at first I was like, what the hell? She sent me like bacon or something like what? And then I realized you meant pigs, the game. I'm like, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. Yeah. And we're going to have to set up a virtual, uh, play date pig with, game. Yeah. With the yeah, well, 1000% for, uh, pigs. Yeah. And plus, you know, like for a lot of people that may not know this, obviously Jacqueline knows this, but like, I love pigs anyway. And so around my house and in my living room, I have like a pig, like multiple pig, like pictures and they're all over my kitchen. And so when you said you sent me a, with a little pig emoji, I'm like, Oh, did she buy me a new pig sign? Oh, or are you like <laughs> sending me food? Like what? And so it took me a minute to realize you meant like you bought the game, but yeah. So I'm needing more game boards, something else that's good for two players other than battleship. 
Um, like I said, I already have Yahtzee, Battleship, Scrabble. Um, I have Monopoly. I have Life. I have Clue. Clue's better with more than just two people, though. Yeah, um, it, it really needs but to I be. But I do love... I know. I may have to, like, convince Mom to play with us on that one, but she just is refusing so far. Um, I also have um, cards. Like, we could play, like, poker or stuff like that. And then I have um, two games. One's called Smartass, which can be two people another one's called factor crap which i think can be two people as well so i have a few but i just wanted some if anybody else had any good board game ideas out there hit a girl up because from now until this is over i think dad and i are going to try and have like this massive game competition and because you got to keep it kind of competitive somehow like there's no sport so shit um <laughs> and what else do you have to do so Exactly. Well, currently nothing other than watching, playing games, doing work, watching uh, movies and TV shows, which brings me to that. Like there's been a few movies that I've seen. Um, I'm so glad that they've started doing like those straight to home um, movies that were in the theaters. And now they're just going for like a premium price. Like you could stream them and download them to your, you know, you can buy them just like you would buy it. Like if you're going to the movies, like a movie ticket. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, so I was I watched Emma. I probably am gonna watch Little Women. Um oh, good. I know, I know, and I I wanna watch that. And then I there's a couple more that have come out that I wanna watch too. I just can't think of their titles at the moment. You need to um, watch the gentleman, that's a good one too. The what? The gentleman. Oh, I saw the preview for that. Yeah, yeah, that was another one. Really funny. Um, okay, cool. Um, and then have you, did you watch, um, oh God, what was that movie? Oh, Knives Out. Did you watch Knives Out? No, I don't, I don't know for sure which one that one is. Okay. I'll have to, um, I'll have to go, I'll have to show you. It kind of has like clue vibes to it. Um, it's actually, it has like a pretty good, like all-star cast in it as well. Has like Chris Evans and uh, oh shit, who else is in that? I can't remember at this time. All I remember is Chris Evans. But there's uh, there's a oh um, Daniel Craig's in it. Ooh, yeah. So it's actually pretty decent. Like I said, it gives it gives off kind of clue vibes to it. Um, I didn't think it was gonna be that good, but then I started watching it. Me and Dad watched it a few weeks ago, and I was like, that's not bad. It wasn't bad, so I enjoyed it. Um. And then, of course, the TV shows. I mean, we're going to have a long discussion about this in a second. But, of course, Tiger King. Um, I found Whose Line Is It Anyway on CW Seed. So if you're an old school sketch comedy fan of Whose Line Is It Anyway, like myself, I just remember watching this with my family when I was younger, when it first came out in, like, 1998. Like, I remember sitting at home watching it on like ABC family or whatever channel it was on and just dying laughing, yeah. not even, not even understanding half the jokes because they were, some of them were more like adult. So, sure. you know, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, but now watching it again back as an adult, I'm like, Oh my God, this is even funnier now. This is hilarious. So That's I've been watching a- that. Cause my brother and I used to watch that all the time. So I'm going to have to add that to my list. Yeah, do that. And it's great, too, because Jacqueline, there are 15 seasons. Oh, And wow. there's, like, a ton of episodes per season. So 
Yeah. Highly recommend that. Um, I've also uh, started watching Letterkenny, which I love it so far. Um, I'm on like season four. And for, of course, and you know, there's other shows like Seinfeld, which I just put on whenever I just need a laugh. Um, and uh, Love Island UK. I love Love Island. Love Island is so good. Um, it's so much better than Bachelor, like a thousand times better. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, no, I love it. And yeah, um, I watched Letter Kenny before just a couple random episodes, but I really liked it. So I need I need to start that again, too, because it is funny. It really is. I mean, it took me a while to get into it in the first season. But honestly, like once it started, it was like and got into season two, I was like, oh, this is hilarious. Holy crap. So I need to continue watching that. Um, and then eventually, if this is still going on and we still need something to watch, I'm probably going to need to catch up on. Well, I'll at least be working from home home regardless until the end of summer one. So that's about the first of July. So I'll need stuff to hold me over until the first of July. Now, whether or not I'll be, you know, um, like this, the lock home, stay home thing is lifted and we're kind of back to normal. I'll still be working from home. Um, or slash like all my classes will still be online because once they start the online thing for summer two, they can't just like lift it halfway through the semester. They'll have to just continue doing online throughout the whole summer uh, yeah. one semester. So even if they say, oh, you guys can come back to campus now, I will only be on campus like a few times a week probably. And so I'll still need something to watch. <laughs> so I'll probably need to watch The Walking Dead. Um, I'm behind a bunch of seasons on that. And, and then another thing I've been doing is keeping me sane is I went and bought some plants at Lowe's and potted them. And I've been keeping them alive so far. It's been about a week. Um, I'm not a big green thumb. Like Melissa's a green thumb. Like she can keep shit alive. I mean, they went to Lowe's like the same day I did and got like a ton of stuff and just went bonkers in their backyard. So she's a green thumb. I'm going to freaking pray that I don't kill my cactus for God's sakes. <laughs> you know? So I bought a little cactus. I put him in a Texas pot and his name is prick. Um, I love it. Be- I, I know. And I was like, this is a very fitting name because literally I went to like move it. And it's one of those cactuses that doesn't have like those long, sharp pricklies. It has like very small, tiny ones that like to come off and get stuck in your skin and they'll just be a nuisance there all day unless you can pick them all out. So he was definitely a prick, definitely a prick to me. Um, so the last couple things here, um, I've need to start. I bought a cross stitching set for golden girls, which I need to start on this week because I am going to make one for you and I'm going to make one for myself. Um, Yes. Uh, so it's going to be the golden girls for that. And then I also, um, need to clean out my closet and reorganize my stuff there. Um, cause again, gonna need something to do there. And then I also bought for when it starts getting warm this summer and hopefully maybe next week or the week after I bought at Sam's club, a huge family size inflatable pool. And then I ordered a pretzel floaty from Amazon. Like a pretzel inflatable float. Yeah. 
So I'm just waiting for it to get hot enough out so that, and it's sunny for a long enough period so that I can go blow it up and stick it outside and be able to be in the pool for, you know, half the day. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, and that's pretty much it on my end, what I've been doing and what I've been planning on doing. Um, nothing too crazy, nothing too, you know, strenuous or exciting, but just trying to survive over here and also not yeah. kill my parents. So. <laughs> so that's a good one. Um, so yeah. to segue off, off of Alex's last point, a, a lot of what I've been doing has been a combination of like, I just moved and have the opportunity to try to reorganize and get rid of stuff and spring clean and all that. So I've had a litany of projects and yeah, I can, I can see your list on here. It is, it is a long list. So first of all, when I first moved into this apartment, like I said, it's in an old, it's like a big old home or whatever. Um, so it's just so charming and wonderful, but there were like little things here and there that just needed a little touch up. Um, and for one thing, every room in the house was white except for the bedroom was like this kind of awful salmon color. Um, yeah. And I just wasn't feeling it. So thankfully there was plenty of leftover paint from whenever they painted everything else white. So before I even moved in here, we, me and a couple of my friends helped me. Um, we painted it white. Um, then I've just been doing all kinds of little random odd jobs that I'll I'll explain, but like, so I saw this thing and it's just like old stuff that I saw on Pinterest forever ago and I've been meaning to do it. So now I'm like, now I'm going to do it. Um, right. But I saw this one pin on Pinterest where it was like, say your dresser drawers or your desk drawers or vanity, whatever, what have you, whenever you pull the drawer open, like the side of the drawer that you only see when they're open, it was like the dresser was black. And then the, the sides of the inside of the drawer were painted like hot pink or gold or something where when you open the drawer, it was like a contrast um, of color. Yes. 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 Obviously gold's my accent color everywhere. So my dresser and my desk are both black and my vanity is white, but they all have gold accents on them. So I have reorganized all of those drawers and painted the sides of the drawers gold. Um, Little projects like touching up caulking in the bathroom and the kitchen and random places. I've been wiping down all the baseboards. I have been wiping down. So this apartment, my old apartment only had two windows. This apartment has 13 windows. Dang. Yeah. And so I have been wiping down the blinds on all the windows, like one blind blade at a time, um, which Mm -hmm. takes forever, but it looks so much better when you're done. Like it just looks so clean and wonderful. Um, so that's kind of what I've been working on and then cleaning and reorganizing of my clothes, which is my dresser, my closet. I have like a big closet here in the dining room that I'm going to use kind of as like a craft slash office closet and put stuff in. Um, the other day I reorganized all the my vanity, um, mm-hmm. got to reorganize my bathroom stuff, the junk drawer stuff. Um, and then like in my craft closet, I'm going to keep all my files with like, just where I would file anything like financial stuff. I'd try to keep manuals to electronic stuff so that if I have a problem with it later, I can find it. Like I'm just so OCD. And so I'm trying to go through all that. Um, right. Just the whole moving in process and 
finding out where I'm going to put everything in the new apartment, where I'm going to hang everything, all the little knickknacks that I have, where they're going to go. Um, the other day I set up my books on my bookshelves, which like I know doesn't sound like it would take long, but since I'm super, super OCD and I have, my mom bought me some new, um, bookends that I'm going to use to put books even on like the top of one of the shelves so that I have an extra shelf basically. Um, Mm -hmm. I was able to better organize them than how they were before. So they're like, literally I have one book, I have two bookcases. One is all nonfiction stuff. The other is all fiction stuff. And then within like each shelf, I have it organized by genre. And then within that genre, I have it organized alphabetically. So it was like quite a system. Um, then I've been working on just lots of little old crafts that I started and never finished Pinterest projects, what have you. Um, like Alex said with the plants. So at this new place, I have a huge balcony, which is amazing. So, um, one of my next, like when you say huge, like, is it big enough to fit like tables and chairs out there or how big is it? It's not super wide, but it's very long. Um, Okay. Okay. I can't remember how long it is. I measured it to tell my mom, but I want to say it's like 24 feet long. Um, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I have a lot of stuff. Like I have one little like wrought iron table and chair. Then I have, my parents have like a bar top table and two chairs that they're going to give me because they already have like a six person table on their back patio. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And then my aunt has a little glider like bench, rocker bench that she's going to give me. Um, I have a little uh, dartboard that I'm going to put up out there. Ooh, yeah. My parents also have this little like, I wouldn't say it's a bar cart, but it's it's kind of one of those little like rolling things that you can, that's metal that you can open up and put ice and drinks in. Um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. So I have all these great ideas um, of stuff and I want to plant some plants out there, but like most, most of the furniture for the balcony, my parents, and my aunt have, so I'm gonna have to wait until either they can come here or I'm just gonna have to make a little day trip to knack, which I can do. Um, so I may just have to do that soon. Um, mm-hmm. That, uh, then, okay, my shows that I've been watching, so that's all my projects, and I, I have, like, a whole list of Pinterest projects that I'm going to try to accomplish during this time. Um, yeah, I have a bunch of, I didn't even get to that, like, I have a bunch of craft stuff in my closet that I haven't even, like, looked at, because I just don't even, I don't, I, it's just too much. <laughs> so, I maybe I can get a few things done, but, yeah. Well, so if you do it. come to NAC, you'll have to make a drive-by. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. Um, okay, so I do need to restart Letter Kenny that Alex mentioned because it is very funny. Um, so I have been rewatching The League, which is one of my favorite shows. Oh, same. You haven't oh my it. god. No, I lo- I love The League. Are you okay, okay. I've I've watched it like twice all the way through, okay. like binged. Oh, I love that show so much. Yeah, I don't no, remember no. if you had or not. So the only reason I started watching it, I hadn't even heard of it, but I started watching it when it was actually on because my cousin worked on a few of the seasons of it. Yeah. Um, and so Hilarious. I always watch, show. always watch whatever show he's working on. Um, and I just love it. So I've started rewatching that. 
Um, I've been my like background show that I always have one show that I'm, you know, going through that I don't have to just be like sitting right in front of the TV watching. Um, I kind of watch doing other things. And so I have been watching peers from the very beginning all the way through. Another good one. Yeah. As I'm like cleaning and doing projects. So that's cool. And then I've also started, um, the one that Alex and I are going to have to discuss in just a second, once I go through the rest of my stuff, um, which is tiger King, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll have like, like we'll have a minor. Yeah, we'll have a whole sidebar for that. So yeah, but also like I've been doing game nights. So I have uh, my friend Brooke that I work with, and then two of my friends Clayton and Austin who kind of help me um, move and paint and get set up and all that. So since the four of us were already hanging out before the quarantine lockdown started, we've just kind of continued. So we've been doing some game nights. Um, and we've been doing a lot of what do you meme? And then we have a nineties trivia game that we've played some that's really fun. Um, different stuff like that. So, uh, and the last bad point on my routine is especially with all of the moving and like just difference of schedule, my workouts have kind of slacked. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm really like getting back on top of that. Um, well, and then good. just my last one. My last little thumbs down is not being able to see my brother for his birthday because we were going to go see him for his birthday. So that sucks. Mm, um, that does but, suck. So we'll we'll jump into our quick sidebar on um, the Tiger King. So I've watched, Alex yes. has watched it all the way through. I've watched all of it except for the very last episode, which I'm going to try to catch up on tonight because I know they're doing a special extra episode tomorrow. Um, yeah, they're, they're releasing it tomorrow. I don't know what time tomorrow, but yeah, like at some point tomorrow, they're going to release it. And I am just for like for foaming at the mouth. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, I'm too. Well, okay. So just quick, like background of my thoughts on it. When I first started watching, um, mm-hmm. Tiger King, like the first episode, I really almost kind of was like, I just can't watch this anymore because while it was like super hilarious and like just a train wreck that you have to keep watching, like I just. I even in my normal daily life before Tiger King came on, like I, f- I f- feel very torn, even like going to the zoo because I just feel sad for the animals that like, obviously if they're born in captivity, they have to continue that because their survival right. skills are not going to um, allow them to survive in the wild. But like, I just, mm-hmm. I just feel bad because that's not their, that's not their normal, like genuine, um, whatever I'm trying um, to say, natural state. Their natural habitat, their natural yeah. habitat. Yeah, and so I feel yeah. bad. So there were a few points in the first episode where I was just like, I, I can't watch this. I have to turn it off. But I did stick with it. And um, I'm glad I, you I did will, because... I think that Joe and Doc and even Carol, as crazy as she is, I think in their own way, they all really do a thousand percent like love the animals and want to provide them the best possible. They're just not really well given what they need. I will say, I will say yes to a point with that because I know you haven't seen the last episode, so I'm not going to ruin what the last episode is because mainly it's all about, you know, the trial and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's things that come out in the trial that you might be kind of irritated by that Joe has done. Um, but I will say that yes, to a point, you're right. I think they do, like I said, to a point, do love the animals, but 
I feel like like in the beginning when they first started this whole venture, you know, when he first started, when Carol first started, I think right. the love of the animals was the main driving factor. But I feel like somewhere along the line of all this insanity, it became more about, you know, the the fighting and the, you know, the back and forth, you know, uh, Joe's well, yeah, Joe. Posting videos and then Carol posting videos and all this crap and and even outside of the line they get they get caught up in the the fame and the money and like the pomp and circumstance of everything yeah and and the care of the animals kind of suffered a little bit and which you'll you might see there in the end in that last episode a little like yeah like I'm talking about Um, I just it's just an absolute train wreck from start to finish that you just can't look away from Jacqueline I just couldn't look away from it. And I'm just so, I'm not going to say like obsessed. Well, maybe I'm just <laughs> extremely interested in the mindset and the psychology behind this shit. Like what in the hell do you, do you have to be so freaking crazy to post videos on Joe's side of you like shooting a freaking mannequin and saying, Oh, I'm going to kill that bitch, Carol Baskin. And (laughs) then on Baskin's side, she killed her husband. Like there's no doubt in my mind that that crazy bitch killed her husband. She fed him to the fucking tigers or threw his body into the, that, uh, whatever you call it, the little, um, what's the thing he called? It's the, um, Oh, I don't know. The tank thing, whatever, whatever it's called. The subject. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, there's just no doubt about this. This woman has a history of, it just, it just bothered me. I think whenever, you know, I mean, talking about, her husband and then just really not showing a lot of like emotion when it came to it. Like she was just very stoic. She does every verbal and nonverbal cue to show that you're lying. Every single one. When she speaks, she looks up off to the right, which is like a huge cue of lying. Um, She kind of, over explains and like nervous giggles on like stuff that's not funny yes Yes. and that's the thing like obviously there's one thing like you could you could be you could be definitely nervous that they're asking you about your dead husband and questioning you about it like yeah that's obviously a nerve-wracking thing even if you didn't do it but the fact that I really think she did do it like she's just that kind of crazy where Joe is like the crazy that he's outlandish enough that like you know that he's crazy he's just a crazy dude like he's just crazy but you know he's crazy because he acts crazy. She's the crazy that she's like the quiet crazy that's even more dangerous because you don't know that she's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's always, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You get that? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Because I'm just trying to explain this in my head because I just I have so many ideas and things swirling around with go. It's just bonkers, and you know and. Of course, you know, the people that make the documentary, the Tiger King documentary for Netflix, you know, they're shooting all this footage and then they're going to, you know, they're going to have their own personal narrative and then they're going to edit 
and produce this documentary to kind of fit their narrative as to what they wanted to show and, you know, portray. And so obviously they made Carol out to be a complete and utter crazy person, but I really think that she is. So they really didn't, you know, they did it justice, but now of course we're going to have this thing on tomorrow. Yeah. So we're going to have this thing on tomorrow, this update that Netflix is doing. And then on Monday on Fox, Fox and TMZ teamed up and they're going to be doing another Tiger King special on Monday night. Oh my on God. Fox. Yeah. So you have to record that. It, okay. It's like what really happened or the truth behind it. It's just crazy pants. So don't forget to record that on Monday. I'm going to have to go do it later before I forget. Um, okay. But anyway, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stop now. Cause I will go on for hours and hours and hours about this tiger King shit. And so we, we have might have one- to have a separate podcast that dives into once you finish the show and just goes over every aspect of it. Cause it's just bonkers. Okay. I agree with that, but I, we have to, we have to make one small mention of the fact that Joe's current husband was an SVH. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When I, when we found that out, I about lost my ever loving mind. I thought that was the most funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. So he's not a current one anymore. Is he, I don't think he is anymore, yeah. but like he it's was. Perfect. That's his current husband right now. No, no, no. Yeah, his current husband. I meant, meant like he's not like a current student at SV anymore. He was. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But yeah, his current husband is definitely an SFA alum, and he used to cheer at SFA. So that's uh, – all right, Lumberjacks, way to go. Um, crazy. Okay, so let's move on to Easter. So our Easter plans for tomorrow, mine's pretty simple. Um, we ordered Easter dinner from the Fredonia Hotel – and I went yeah. and picked it up today. I know I'm excited. So we ordered ham and four sides. And that also comes with a drink, salad, and rolls. So we have like a nice big meal for tomorrow that all we have what to do side? is just heat up. Hmm? What sides? I need to live vicariously. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, ma- food right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mac and cheese, of course. Yeah. Mashed potatoes. Um, some yeah. sort of succotash. Um, and then I think like a corn casserole type thing. Um, yeah, obviously I didn't choose those other two. I was like, as long as we get mashed potatoes and mac and cheese, I'm solid. So that's all I wanted. (laughs) Um, and then obviously I, you know, my parents live with me, so, you know, I'll be with them, which is nice, but you know, I, we are missing my brother and my sister-in-law, my niece and nephew, you know, cause you normally, you know, we are usually at least with them for one day during, during Easter and doing some sort of Easter activity, you know, coloring eggs or making cookies or, you know, hiding eggs or doing baskets and whatever. So we're, we're missing out on that a little bit this year, but you know, we got to do what we got to do. Um, I am going to, I think we, I've talked to my parents and I'm trying to convince them to dress up with me tomorrow, not like dressy dressy, but just like put regular clothes on tomorrow and that way we can like eat at the table and actually feel like a normal like holiday dinner and not just like any old day where we're gonna sit in front of the television and eat food that way um and then we watch good service friday virtually and then we're gonna do easter sunday service as well virtually um we watch we watched a service um that's back home or back in the woodlands 
where I grew up um, at the church there. So, which we've always gone to every good Friday. Cause they just have such a crazy good service and it's outside. And um, one of the, one of the Christian singers, he was actually pretty famous for a while. Um, he's actually part of the church now and he would always come and sing. And so he can, he's continuing to sing um, at the church and they did like a live service and all that stuff. So it was really nice. Oh, that's cool. I don't know if you've heard of Todd Agnew. It sounds kind of familiar. Yeah. I bet if you, if you Google his name and listen to some of the songs, it'd probably be pretty familiar. Anyway. So he, he's at Stonebridge church in the woodlands. And so that's the church that we've gone to for years when we lived in the woodlands. And so, and they've been showing their service online. So that's been pretty helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow for me, I'm literally am 99.9% positive. This is the first Easter I've spent not with my family. Um, so that's going to be yeah. weird. Uh, I know. And I'm, I'm sure sad I won't get to see like my niece for Easter. Cause this is the first year that she's been old enough to like be interested in hunting for Easter eggs and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, I know. So, but they did it with her yesterday because it's supposed to rain all weekend, you know, um, right. to really enjoy it. So, uh, but anyhow, so my friend, my small, super small little friends group that I've been hanging out with before quarantine started into it, um, they're going to come over and we're going to do an Easter, like a, you know, big production Easter lunch. Like we normally would if we were with our families mm-hmm. um, and ev- everyone's bringing, something so we're gonna have a ham and we're gonna have um like my two things that my family always made um on easter is broccoli and rice casserole my mom always made that um so i'm gonna make that Mm, yes casserole we're gonna have like a cheesy potato casserole and rolls and um a strawberry it's going to be amazing. And I've already set the table um, with my grandmother's china. So it looks really nice. Um, looks super pretty. So I'm, That's pretty. Definitely take a picture. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. And then we're going to watch, um, you know, an Easter Sunday service online, which the last two Sundays I have watched um, the Holy Name Cathedral in Chicago, which is the cathedral that I've gone to with Jose up there. Um, mm-hmm. I really like them, but I, I kind of think I'm going to try to maybe look for, um, a, a Catholic service like in Ireland or Scotland somewhere that they have online. Um, <gasps> oh, that'd be so cool. I just think that would be really neat. Um, obviously, you know, I was talking to my mom and she's like, well, why don't you look for one in Rome? And I'm like, yeah, that would be an awesome idea, but I just don't know if they would all be in Italian or if there would actually be one in English, that's just what I was thinking. Mm. Or even like would be easier subtitles. <laughs> yeah. And then which uh, this will be in Italian, but I won't, it, it won't matter as much. So I don't get the message, but I don't know if you've seen this. My, my cousin Andrea um, in Belfast shared it on Facebook, but Bocelli is going to do a live stream concert from the Duomo in Milan tomorrow for Easter Sunday. Mm. Yeah. I watched one stream he did uh, earlier in the week, maybe, or last weekend. It was just like one song, but it was so, I think it was actually on like that 
Um, it was either on one of the late night shows like Conan or not Conan, but um, late night with like James Corden or something like that. They were doing, and he was live stream singing. It was so good. Yeah. So he's going to do a whole concert. So at some point tomorrow, I'm going to listen to that too. Cause that'll just be really nice. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. That's my um, plan for Easter. So moving on to kind of wrap this up a little bit. Um, if our potential summer plans, if the Rona goes away, like we are hoping it will, and we'll have some sort of summer, at least something. I mean, I know my plan is to hopefully take our river trip that we were wanting to do at the end of July. Um, if it happens, it happens. I know Jacqueline, you missed this the other night, but we were saying in our little family zoom that if, um, if that doesn't happen, then we're going to try and shoot for something in the fall or winter, like maybe going to Colorado or something for the week long weekend or something. Oh yeah. No, um, I was on that. Yeah, something. I mean, just yeah. so that we can at least see each other as a big group like we did last year. Um, yeah. And so I know that I personally, when this goes away, I would like to take a solo weekend to myself somewhere and just decompress. Um, that. You know, like just by myself in a hotel room for the weekend not in Nacogdoches, just go somewhere and be by myself for like two nights. That's all I ask. And then of course, go see you. <laughs> yes. Yes. You come ha- say it. I'll have to think of a clever name for it, but whatever. Casa I'm de Jacqueline. <laughs> <laughs> Something. And then of course we have these lofty hopes and dreams for fall. I mean, including everything kind of getting back to normal school, being in class for me, you know, Jacqueline getting it back to her normal routine for work, you know, especially sports, football, basketball, soccer, just having normalcy. And then of course being able to travel. And so, you know, we're hoping that all of this is done and over with this summer and that we can get back to our normally regularly scheduled lives. Because I mean, as much as I love this extended spring break, I was over it about a week ago. So yeah, it's just it's not it's not fun to have off when you're just confined to your home all day. Yeah, it'd be different if we were able to go do things, but we can't. Yeah. You know, I want to go to Dallas and I want to see, you know, Hillary and like the people in Dallas. I want to go see you. I want to go to a freaking Astros game in Houston. Like there's things I want to go do that I would normally be doing in the summer, you know, going to the beach, going to the lake, but there's just you know, it's just kind of a crappy situation, but the only like silver lining, I guess, is a, you spend more time with your family if you're around them, which unfortunately you're not, but I am, but you know, and B is we're all in this together. Like we're not the only ones. So I guess that's, you know, that's one positive is that everywhere in the United States, like everybody's pretty much in the same boat for the most part. So we're not the only people over here in East Texas struggling. I feel like it'd be worse living in a bigger city because then there's actually like so much you could be doing. Yeah. And then it's just like, it's kind of teasing you because it's just right down the road and you can't go do it. You know what I'm saying? 
as opposed to living over here where there's not, I mean, there's stuff to do, but there's not like, you know, a ton to do. So it's like, eh, it's all right. I mean, do I miss going to trivia every Thursday night at the brewery? Like I normally do 1000%. Do I want it to start up again? Like tomorrow? Yes. A thousand percent. But you know, yeah, gotta live with it, I guess for now, but anyway, so yeah, that's, I mean, we just kind of wanted to get back on here and, and talk and kind of vent and get it all out and, um, talk about what we've been doing since all this started and how our lives have changed from the last podcast we gave and, you know, kind of update everybody on, you know, now, you know, now, you know, we've been doing not a whole hell of a lot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh man. Oh goodness. All right. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Just want to say on behalf of Jacqueline and I, that we, we love everyone. We love our lumberjack family and we love our podcast family and friends and fans. And, um, over the summer we'll plan some more podcasts, obviously, like we kind of did last summer, especially doing like a state of the union for SFA basketball. Um, like we did last year, kind of talking about, you know, who, who's here, who's left, you know, what are, what our state of the union kind of looks like, like what our, what our team looks like going into the fall and what we're hoping it's going to look like. And, um, you know, hopefully ramping up and getting ready for football season. And, and of course, then eventually basketball season. Um, so yeah, hopefully you guys are out there and you're staying safe. You're washing your hands, you're covering your mouth and you are being what's the word I'm looking for diligent with your and being making conscious, healthy choices and not putting yourself or your family or your friends or your neighbors at risk by doing unnecessary things. Um, If you don't need to go out and do anything, then don't go out and do anything. It's pretty simple. Um, Only leave if you need to. And if you do go out, put something around your mouth and your nose. It's pretty easy. I'm sure you have some bandana somewhere an old t-shirt you can cut up, something you can put over your mouth. Right? So stay safe, wash your hands, and as always, Axe and Jacks. With Alex and Jacks. Good night, everyone.